Okay, thanks, Pastor. We've already, here's what I keep hearing. A moment ago, I was saying that God's going to open the doors for people in this church to influence influencers. And Roberta, what I feel the Lord saying is this. I'm about to open the way for your skills and your heart of service to open a way for you to speak words of the kingdom of God into people who have influence on a societal level. Look, I don't know what you do in, in the, uh, the work-a-day world, but I see some kind of anointing of serving, of helping. I don't know if it's a secretarial type thing. It is. Um, and, and what it's like, I hear the Lord saying is that he's going to take not just your secretarial job, but it's your spirit. Hear that. Because sometimes it can feel like you're nothing more than a, than a glorified slave. But the Lord says, daughter, my word. Uh, come up here for a second, Roberta, if you would. Um, there seems to be a strong word here. Um, do you remember how Joseph was sold into slavery? But even in the prison where he was imprisoned, and he was brought up to be a place of leader of the prison. And God used his giftings that eventually brought him to second only to Pharaoh. And I sense as I'm ministering to you, the Lord's saying there's an anointing of a Joseph. There's been betrayal of those that you should have been able, that should have been excited for where God was taking you. There's been betrayal. At times you found yourself and may even circumstantially feel like it's that prison. But the Lord says, daughter, you're not a slave. <laughs> but I am because of my spirit in you. See, what brought Joseph to the attention of everybody was the excellence of the spirit of God in him. And the Lord says, daughter, it's not going to be your personality. It's not going to be your skills. It's going to be the spirit of God in you is bringing you to the attention of those in leadership. And the Lord says, daughter, I'm about to open the door, and you're not going to feel like you're imprisoned any longer. But the Lord says, remember the dreams from years ago? Remember the plans? Remember the calls, the desires, the destiny from years ago? The Lord says, I'm stirring that buck up again because this is the time you're about to enter into it. And you're going to come into a place of influencing people who influence the society at large. So, Father, we thank you. Just uh, lift your hands to the Lord, if you would. Says, Father, we ask now for the touch of God. Hmm. John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And sis, it's like over the last couple years or so, uh, the enemy has tried to paint a target on you in relationships and health and finances and in, in, in hope. I mean, you know, the, the word says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when God brings fulfillment, it's a joy and a strength to the heart. The Lord says hope is being restored. Hope is being restored. And I hear the Lord saying on an emotional level, but also on a physical level, that strength is about to come. I see fatigue and weariness are being driven away. The Lord says that even in your natural sleep, you will sleep and you will feel rested. <laughs> Look, I, I don't go around trying to diagnose things, but I just keep hearing the Lord say even in your blood system, 
The Lord's setting things right, and it's not going to be a weariness. I don't know if it's anemia specifically, but it's just a weariness, and it has to do with blood, and the Lord is touching and turning that. Father, we thank you for the touch of God. And, Lord, that you will cause her to arise in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you thanks. Father, we give you thanks. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Come up here real quick about the, uh, and the, uh, the okay, good, please. Just, uh, what are your names? Larry and, and, join hands if you would. Lord, thank you that you've spoken in the hearts. And guys, you've been patient. You can stand. You can sit however you're comfortable in the presence of God. In a moment, we're going to have all of us come up. Father, we thank you. God, we thank you that you're bringing forth an apostolic, entrepreneurial, pioneering anointing, Lord, in and upon and through this house. That God, not only that our pastors with an apostolic thrust help to bring forward uh, this church. Lord, not only are they having Ron and others speak in, Lord, apostolically, prophetically. But Lord, you are raising up an apostolic and prophetic people in this house. That will come forth, Lord, with a, a pioneer anointing. Now, God, as you have, have brought us forward, sis, is this uh, you or is it both of you involved with this bookkeeping? Ah, okay. <laughs> Top line. Top line International Business Sales Incorporated. Hallelujah. Lord, would you breathe on this idea? Lord, your word says that you give us the power not just to receive wealth, but to make wealth. And Lord, we are not running after wealth for wealth's sake, but for the kingdom's sake. The Lord says, son and daughter, you've known what it is to not only be givers, but to be those who sow into the dreams of others. That's one of the key things God's saying is this. You've not only given when there was need. You've not only given because you know it was the right thing to do and you had a giving heart. But God said specifically, you have sown that others may walk into their God-ordained dream. The Lord says, even as you have sown into others God-ordained dreams, you're about now to reap a harvest that you may walk into your God-ordained dream. And the Lord says that truly it is an international scope of what I'm going to do with the business because it is a great commission business. I don't know if you've heard a book or read of a book uh, called Great Commission Businesses. I encourage you to find that and read that. But it is God raising up businesses whose very sole reason for existing is the Great Commission. It's the kingdom of God. And there is an anointing to connect, not only uh, to release resources to the nations, but uh, to literally help be a bridge to bring nation to nation to nation and to raise up that kind of anointing. The Lord says to you, daughter, did I not take you where the enemy wanted to destroy everything about you. Take your life to try to, to bring you in a place where all you knew was destruction. But the Lord said, I reached down in the midst of the enemy's plan to let you know nothing but destruction in your life, and I pulled you out of it, and miraculously God turned things around. 
And the Lord says, I did that because I love you. I did that to bless you. And I did that also because I desired you to learn something about tenacious faith. A kind of faith that says, God, I don't care how bad circumstances look. I look to you. The Lord says, daughter, I've put in you a bulldog tenacity. You know what, brother? She can be stubborn sometimes. <laughs> there is a stubbornness of the spirit. <laughs> and the Lord says, daughter, it's that tenaciousness that says, God, I will not let go until I see the blessing of God, the purpose and promise of God. So the Lord says, daughter, arise and know this. You don't have to fear speaking before anyone. God's put a vision in you, and it's going to come out. It's going to be like Jeremiah. It's like a fire in my bones. I can't hold it in. So the Lord says, daughter, don't hold it in, but bring forth the vision of God. And the Lord says to you, son, I have crowned you with an, an anointing and authority in the area of wisdom. In Ephesians chapter 1, Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus that they would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Daughter, there's an anointing of revelation to have revelatory ideas, revelatory things, seems, things that seem to be outside the box and pushing the envelope. <laughs> the Lord says, son, I'm giving you an anointing to help bring those into operation. Because no longer is it going to be one over here with a vision and just running out here a dreamer without a lot being accomplished and one over here saying, okay, that dream sounds great, but how is it going to be worked out in the practical? <laughs> God brings dreamers and practical people together. <laughs> and the Lord says, son, your being fiercely practical has nothing to do with a lack of spirituality. Some people think that some people, they look at fiercely practical people and say, well, they just need to be more spirit minded. Son, you have the mind of God. But the Lord says, son, I've given you not only in a team with your wife, but in this house. To be a word of wisdom. To say, those prophecies last week were great. What do we do with them now? <laughs> and and I, I've sensed the Lord saying this as well. And, and brother, whether it's in tandem uh, together with this business or other things, but I hear the Lord saying there's an anointing to be a man who is a, uh, I, 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 the word I keep hearing is like a troubleshooter or a problem solver. Out in the secular arena. That people are going to have visions out there, uh, business visions, other things, and, and it's just not going to be seeming to work, and God's going to give you insight to know how to bring it to pass. So, Father, we thank you that you're bringing forward the anointing God. God, you're bringing forth the prophetic people in this day. Father, thank you. Would the rest of you just come out of your seat and join me? Stand this altar for a moment. Look, I'm not promising to prophesy to everybody, uh, but what we have is you've received from the Lord this week, and we're going to ask God for a touch of fire from heaven. Lord, we give you thanks, and God, we give you praise. Sis, what's your name, please? Sandra? Sandra, there are a couple of things the Lord's putting in my heart. One, the Lord says, you have stood strong in faith. You know how I keep hearing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And even as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, we will not bow the knee and our God is able to deliver us. But then they say, you know what? No matter what God does or doesn't do for me, we still will serve God. 
And the Lord says, daughter, you have stood with a prophetic stand in your mouth. That says no matter what the world does, no matter what the culture does, we will not let go of the purity and simplicity of Jesus Christ. The Lord says you have been a lover of God. I mean, you're not just one who does the stuff in Sunday in church, but you are a lover of God. And the Lord says, they that delight themselves in him receive the desire of their heart. The Lord says, daughter, you've had a desire for many things, but the desire of your heart, one of the greatest desires God's put within you are for souls, 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 souls. And the Lord says, daughter, I'm going to bring spiritual sons and daughters into the kingdom because of your prayers, because of your life. But the Lord says, as you are crying out for my sons and daughters, the Lord is at work for your sons and your daughters. The Lord says, across the generations, Father, we thank you. Is, is there a, either a, a son, a grandson, something like that? It seems to be around in his 20s. Uh, is there some who what is the name of that one Mashari and in his 20s 18 years old okay and uh son grandson okay Mashari granddaughter okay um is she married is she single what there is um okay look I I, I kept feeling and and I I'm gonna pray for her but I, I was feeling that the Lord's saying there is a, a male member in the family that, and maybe it's not a son or grandson, but that God's call for ministry has been on. And that they have not been responding in fullness to it. So God, if I'm missing it, Lord, that's okay. But Lord, what we do is we cry out for the entire family. Lord, for this 18-year-old daughter. Hmm. You know what? God is about to show that young woman that God is not the way people represent him all the time. She has seen at times people that profess one thing and live another. And it's, it's put a bad taste in her mouth about the things of God. But the Lord says, I'm going to let her see Jesus. And he is going to cause a hunger, a desire to be stirred back up in her for Jesus. So God, capture her. Lord, in that young woman, there is an anointing, Lord, of creativity. Lord, there's an, you know, it's almost like I keep hearing that, that she can be her own kind of drama queen. <laughs> and, and there's a creativity, there's an artisticness in her. And God's wanting to redeem that for his kingdom and his glory. So, Father, bring forth that fullness of your presence to, Lord, this young woman and, Lord, to every member of the family in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Stretch your hands to the Lord, all of us here at this altar, if we would. Now, God, we thank you. God, for each one of us, we pray that there would be a new release of the fire of God. That, Lord, even as the fire of God, Lord, consume the sacrifice of Elijah on Mount Carmel. That the fire of God would consume every one of us. Lord, that we would arise as men and women of God. Lord, that have the word of the Lord in our heart mouth. That, Lord, we would not be concerned with what people think. But, God, that we would allow the fire of the Lord 
to burn upon us within us. Consume us, O God. Consume us with your fire, Lord, that we may truly see the glory of God extended to this city and, Lord, beyond to this nation and the nations of the earth. For, God, this church has been sent to the nations of the earth. Lord, we now stand and we claim Stafford for Jesus Christ. We say every place that our foot treads upon in this city and this region belongs to us. We claim every family, every home, every business, every school, every sphere of society, arts and entertainment and government and education. We claim these spheres for Jesus Christ. Lord, let us arise. Let your church arise in every area. Lord, across this every area, every church that names your name. God, may you cause your church to arise and begin to march through this city and take it for Christ. And the Lord, as we go out into the state, to the nation, and to the nations, God, let us arise and begin to possess the land that you've given us. Lord, we will possess all that you've called. We call our families in now. We call in the fullness of your purpose. We declare kingdom of God come. Will of God be done in our lives and through our lives. Father, we give you thanks. Would you worship him for a moment? Father, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. What's your name, sis? Apernia, the Lord says this, I'm giving you a hard-headed and a hard-hearted generation. And I hear the Lord saying, daughter, there is enough, what, what's the word I'm getting? There's a great love inside of you for, for this generation, but the Lord says, there's also some attitude in you in a good way. And I mean, it's, you know, I can't do it, but it's, it's, it's attitude, but it's for God. And the Lord says, the anointing to get in people's face with loving truth is an anointing God's bringing in you and out of you. And so the Lord says, daughter, these hard-headed, hard-hearted ones, the Lord says, don't give up. Don't let frustration overwhelm you at times. The Lord says, your words are not falling on deaf ears. Your words are not falling on deaf ears. Your words, your love, the things that God brings through you, I, I'm, I'm seeing literally in a, in, a, in a vision, it's like a hammer breaking, hitting against the rock. And little by little, it's beginning to crack through. To crack through. I, I see, you're going to minister, understand everybody, prophecy is only one part. We know in part, prophesy in part. Every prophetic word is only one part of the big picture of God for our life. So it's not everything. It's part of it. Sis, part of what God is, is bringing before you, I see, are women, young women, who are going to be saved from abortion, from divorce, from suicide. Look, I don't know if this person is in your life now or it's somebody that God's bringing. Um, if it's not somebody you know now, just put it on the shelf and see if God brings that person. But I keep... Uh, hearing a, a, a woman's name and it starts with an M. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's a, a, a Mary, Mary. I can't, I'm not, yeah, I just a woman that starts with an M. Now, is this somebody, and if it's not somebody you know now, that's okay. Um, but if, if it's not, we sit on the shelf and wait. But I, I just keep hearing the Lord say, you're going to see that there's going to be, here's what I hear, and I just want to offer it to you. Do you remember how um, in Scripture there was Mary Magdalene? 
who was in sin, a, a, a prostitute, other things. But she was not only radically saved, but she came, became a great witness for Christ. And I believe the Lord says, I'm going to give you this kind of people, but I believe there may even be a specific person with a name something like Mary that God's going to let you pour into their life, and they're literally going to be saved, radically saved, and then become a great tool in the hands of God. Father, thank you for all you're doing in her and through her, and that you're going to continue it. Lord, thank you. And here's what I hear the Lord saying also. The Lord says, daughter, you don't have to make a choice between working for my kingdom and taking care of your personal situations. The enemy enemy has tried to cause you to blame yourself. And the Lord says, daughter, you can care for people, but you cannot take care of them. It's God's job to take care of them. God gives free will. And the Lord says, daughter, don't carry the burden that somehow you've been so spiritually minded that you didn't take care of the natural. The Lord says, daughter, I am at work. <clears throat> and this, there's, a, there's a, a very specific person um, that the Lord's dealing with. And what I see is the Lord's love is like a heat-seeking missile. <laughs> and no matter how that person tries to dodge it, <laughs> that love missile of God is going to keep switching gears and going right after him. There's a promise in Joel chapter 2. God says, the years the locusts and cankerworm worm have eaten, I will restore. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Lord, let your touch, your presence, your power come upon us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. Lord, we thank you. Sis, what's your name? Elise. Elise, there's an anointing to be a magnet for Christ. When I, when I stand in front of you, what the Lord keeps saying is this. There is a magnetic, it's, it's, understand, God has put something within you that draws people to you. But this is not just your personality. It's not just your outward beauty. It is the presence of God inside of you. And something that we tell my little girl all the time is this, is you're a beautiful girl, but the most beautiful part of you is inside. And the Lord is saying, daughter, don't you ever sell yourself short by what the culture would tell you. Because the Lord says, daughter, your value is not what you are outwardly. Your value is who you are as a daughter of Almighty God. And the Lord says, daughter, you need to see yourself as God sees you. Sometimes you can look at yourself and you can beat yourself up inside for all the problems, the struggles. The Lord says, daughter, I understand the struggles. I understand the problems. And I am at work, the Lord says, to bring wholeness, to bring Christ's likeness. But the Lord says, daughter, do you not understand that you are my princess? (laughs) God wants you to begin to see yourself as literally his princess and not somebody he's up in heaven slapping his head over and saying, what is wrong with that girl? And the Lord says, daughter, it's out of that place of finding your identity as a princess of daddy God. I hear the Lord just saying, he is wrapping his arms around you like a daddy. (laughs) And the Lord says, I'm healing 
the disappointments and wounds of the past. Father, we thank you. I, 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 the Lord just says this. He's healing everything up of victimization and saying that you are going to see yourself as more than a conqueror in him. And the Lord says, daughter, look at the gifts I've put inside of you. There is inside of you gifting of love. There's inside of you gifting of loyalty. See, one of the things about you is that God has caused you to be somebody that when you're a friend of somebody, you're going to stick with them. You are loyal to a fault. And the Lord says, I'm going to bring those to you that they're going to pour out their heart to you. They're going to pour out their secret things going on in their life, and they don't even know why they're telling you. But it's because they sense they can trust you. But it's not just you. It's Christ in you. And the Lord says, you're going to have words of hope, words of life. But understand this. God's got a purpose and a destiny for you as an individual. Your purpose in life is not primarily first tied to someone else. It's you and Jesus. And the Lord is saying, find your identity. This is a season in your life for you to find your identity in Christ. Not based on the history, but based on what God's calling you to. And you know what? The Lord's also giving you a heart of love to, to, to literally wrap. I, I see your arms wrapping around young ones. And the Lord's saying there's going to be an anointing to help bring in even children. Not just to take care of them and watch them, but to literally be. It's almost like the, the, the nickname that, that I hear is almost like you're going to be the Jesus lady. <laughs> Into their lives. So, Father, we thank you. Lord, we ask for your touch, your presence, your wholeness to come, the fire of God to dwell upon and within. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. What's your name, brother? Christian. Lord, you're raising up young men in this season that would be men of no compromise that God will be men who are steadfast in you and will not give up. Uh, Christian, I, I was praying, and I kept seeing this picture of the Lord taking you and picking you up like a battering ram <laughs> and using you to beat down walls of, of hindrance to people coming to God, walls of hindrance. And the Lord says, son, I've made you hard-headed enough. <laughs> That you say, God, I'm not going to go with the flow of the crowd. Lord says, son, I set you apart even from the time you were very young. And, and, and it's, it's sometimes it's been uncomfortable because it's like you don't seem to fit any particular group or mold. Who am I? Where do I fit? And the Lord says, son, I've not called you to fit or find your identity in any kind of group other than the body of Christ." And at times it can feel unnerving, it can feel uncomfortable. Lord, who am I? What gifts do I have? What am I called to do in life? But the Lord says, son, I am keeping you dependent on me. And the Lord says, son, do you not know that there's a mantle upon your life to say, follow me as I follow Christ? That's a mantle of leadership. Leadership doesn't have to always mean standing in front of a group of people telling them what to do. True leadership is you can look at my life and, and, and copy me. 
The Lord says, son, I desire you to be such an expression of Jesus that others will follow you and copy you. And the Lord says, son, I've called you to be a big brother (laughs) to numerous young men that need to see a developing man of God. Lord, cause this young man to arise in your glory and your power. Father, we thank you. Are you two together? Just come right over here if you would. Join hands, please. What's your name? Sean and Jill. Jill. God, thank you, Lord, for Sean and Jill. And here I I hear the Lord saying, son and daughter, you've ended up in places doing things that weren't on your radar at all. Okay, wait a minute, God. Now, here I have my life plan. Here's where we're going to be, what we're going to do. And and it's just like every one of the plans. (laughs) God, uh, you know, it's like, Lord, that was a waste of time trying to plan it all. But the Lord says this, son and daughter, the path may have wandered over here and wandered over there and wandered over here and wandered over there to a point of feeling dizzy. Which way are we going? Which way is up? But the Lord says, son and daughter, you've, I have been directing your steps. There's a scripture that says the mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And God says, son and daughter, had I allowed you to have the initial success that you planned on, it would have been too easy to trust in your own ability to make your own way. And the Lord is, by this, I don't believe the Lord's saying that, that you were in some terrible sin and all this other stuff, but just saying that God has allowed you to experience what it's like to face what could seem like a, a failure or threatened failure outwardly. But the Lord says, in the midst of it, I've been teaching you that you can always trust on God. So the Lord says, son and daughter, you've been on the backside of the desert, as it were, for a season. (laughs) But you know what happens after the backside of the desert? Right after that, God encounters Moses again at the burning bush. And I believe that's what God's saying to the two of you is you're coming out of the desert season. You're encountering again the burning bush. It's the fire of God. And at that place of the fire of God, Moses was recommissioned. Moses was given fresh vision. He was given fresh resource and fresh anointing and authority to do what God had called him to do. So the Lord says, son and daughter, You've endured the desert, but now you're about to approach and encounter the burning bush of God. So the Lord says, son and daughter, don't give up in the last part of the season of testing. Because I don't believe personally what I'm hearing from God. I don't hear a time, uh, an exact time, but I don't believe that this is something way off in the future. I believe the Lord is saying that he has taught you about standing in faith. And even remember what I said earlier uh, in the message, that sometimes our mouths and our emotions speak things out of, of the, the, the circumstances of the day, but our spirit's holding on to truth. The Lord says, son and daughter, I've been causing your spirit to hold on to truth. Even at times the emotions go up and down. But now I'm bringing your words, your emotions, and your spirit into sync. You're in an encounter of the burning bush, and God's going to bring forward. And you know what? When Moses led the people of God, there was always enough. There was always more than enough. 
And the Lord just says, son and daughter, there's going to be more. And I don't understand this last part other than to say, God is saying you do not have to justify your decisions to anyone. In other words, people that thought you heard wrong, you went wrong. The Lord says, son, daughter, let me show them through my blessing that you've heard right. So, God, we thank you. Lord, they've been on the backside of the desert. (laughs) Lord, he's believing and I'm believing with him. God, they're not on the backside anymore. God, they're coming through and they're almost out. Lord, confront them, I pray, encounter them with the fire of God in a fresh and new way that will envision them and empower them again for the kingdom of God. Lord, do it, we pray, by your touch and your word. Brother, what's your name? William. Lord, thank you for William. God, you tell us that We are not to think it's strange when we go through fiery trials. It's some strange thing were happening to us. But to know that when we come through the fiery trial, we will be purified as gold. And my brother, the Lord just keeps speaking that over and over in my heart. That's been a season of fire, testing everything that can be tested. It's, it's not just testing circumstances, but the Lord says this has been testing of the metal of the man. This has been testing the very character of who you are. There's a word in Scripture that says that um, no weapon formed against us will stand and every tongue that rises in accusation will be silenced. And I hear the Lord saying there have been lies there have been uh there have been things that were uh spoken about you or against you and you could have tried to defend yourself but the lord says son i'm going to silence the mouths i'm going to silence the lies and i don't understand this fully other than the lord says i'm going to restore everything including reputation and the lord says watch because I've called you to not just be an influencer of influencers. I've called you to be one who is an influencer yourself into the social realm. And the Lord says, I'm about to put back brick by brick what was blown down. And the Lord says, son, I started it inside of you. But now I'm going to do it through you. So, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Let's all lift our hands to the Lord if we would. Father, I thank you. Lord, we, we pray now, God, 